first live taping. Thank you guys for being here. Uh, so the musical version is a podcast uh, where every episode I bring together talented musicians and improvisers to improvise the musical version of a film with all the dialogue and lyrics made up on the spot. Sound like fun? Great. Please give a big round of applause to Zach Marsh on keys and Hal Rosenfeld on drums. And welcome to the stage, my guests for tonight, Ross Bryan and Ashley Ward! Guys, thank you so much for coming on. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. Thank you. Today we're improvising the musical version of Phantom Thread. What do you guys remember about Phantom Thread? I realized when we were talking today that... It's been a while since I saw this. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, I, I, The Phantom Thread is about a fashion designer yes. at, a, at a famed and prestigious fashion house in London. Yeah, I want to stop you just for one second because I'm afraid people in the audience can see that there's water between my legs. And just be assured it is water. <laughs> I was trying to open a bottle of water and I squeezed it with my thighs and it made water come out. And I didn't think about the physics of that. So I did not piss myself. <laughs> I just wanted to make that clear. It's the elephant in the room, and I needed to say it. And the good so, news is that by saying it on mic, now everyone listening at home also knows. knows. I did not piss myself. Immortalized. So, to pivot from this evocation of pissing oneself <laughs> to, to this, this tale of a, of a, of a famed, uh, prestigious uh, fashion, fa- designer fa- fashion designer and the love of his life and yeah. their tumultuous relationship. Yes. Uh, with, uh, with a woman named Alma between yes. her yeah. and Mr. Woodcock. What's his first name? Reynolds, Reynolds Woodcock. Reynolds Woodcock. It's a very fancy film. Uh, <laughs> overarching, I kind of thought it was a movie about a fancy man who uh, gaslights his wife for two hours. Yes, that's, that is not an incorrect <laughs> impression, he, I don't think. I think of it as like, and maybe this is because of the patriarchy and I'm um, not a part of it, but... Uh, <laughs> I think of it as like this difficult person who's been allowed to be this difficult his whole life because he's brilliantly talented and this he finally kind of meets his match to an extent in the sense that she does not let him get away with his bullshit. Yeah, someone who won't tolerate it. Or to... finds her way to be like, oh, that's how you're going to do? Well, I can do it like that too. And fi- finds her own very unique way of pushing back yes. <laughs> against his Very. domineering personality. Oof. Awful. Well, I hate throwing up. And that's a big part of the, the movie, <laughs> is throwing up. <laughs> it's true. A, lo- a surprising amount for a romance. Uh, I loved it. Yeah. I really loved the movie and thought it was quite beautiful. Um, I didn't. Yes. I thought it was weird. It is weird. Uh, and uh, I, I feel stupid when I watch it. I feel like I don't get it. Like, I feel like something is being communicated that I'm missing and that other people must be more intelligent and interesting to understand this movie. Hmm. Oh, I got it immediately. Huh. And, was, <laughs> and just spoke to me on a really deep, clear level. Wow, wow. No, I, I think it's like, it is kind of like, deliberately enigmatic in this way where you could watch it and be like, this is pretentious and annoying. And then if you 
begin to read into it, then, then that kind of becomes the fun of it, of, of playing the game, of like trying to figure it out. But, if you, if, but I could totally take it if you're like, don't make me do your work for you movie. Right. I think it's also a thing of like, I remember years ago I saw this Tom Stoppard play Arcadia, and it's a lot about quantum physics is a huge part of it, which I know nothing about. And I remember someone giving me the advice of the parts that you don't understand, just let them wash past you. Don't like get hung up on one because you're not going to learn quantum physics watching this play. And I've adapted that for so many things in my life now where it's just like, I'm enjoying this thing. Ooh, I don't totally understand that. Let it go. Let it just flow past. And then I'm able to enjoy it more. To all of you that have never seen this film, that's good <laughs> advice. Oh. Just let it wash over yeah, you. Yeah, like just be, experience what you can and what you don't understand. Just yeah, let it It's a nice away. warm shower of a movie. Yeah, Just let it wash it over you. We travel now to an English fashion house where dozens of young ladies are excitedly waiting outside for the enigmatic Reynolds Woodcock. I hear that when you wear one of his dresses, any man you see on the street will marry you. He's a genius. He builds a sculpture around you. And yet, when you're encased in one of his dresses, it reveals you as much as it conceals. I hear he falls in love with everyone he makes a dress for. He's a rake and a cad, that Reynolds Woodcock. No one can pin him down. A confirmed bachelor, but I'll try. No one can stop me from trying. He's the most foppish rake in 1950s London that there ever was. Right now, in the general 1950s. Oh, I love the general 1950s, but it feels so much older. Yes, it could be 1951 or 1959 or really anywhere in between. (laughs) The, The clothes are fancy and nondescript and we drive older cars... Who can say? There's something about this era that just screams classic. Yes. In the world of haute couture, all bets are off. And when you go into the house of Woodcock, be quiet, you dare not cough. To the house of Woodcock. Uh, uh, uh. Welcome to the house of Woodcock. 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 I dream of getting there. To the stairs, I'll get to the top. Wanna be dressed to the nines, looking so fine. I wanna be dressed by a fop. I want a fancy boy to hold me in his eyes. Every costume that I wear is just his elaborate disguise. Welcome to the house of Woodcock. Welcome to the house of Woodcock Don't try to open his 
Welcome to the house of Woodstock. To be dressed by the king of fashion, you'll be blessed. Oh, to be dressed by him, but oh, to be undressed. Oh, his designs are brilliant, and his tailoring is good. But who could claim, oh, who could claim his worth? Cyril, sister, business manager, associate and partner of my life. Brother. And me, your girlfriend. Your current girlfriend, Jamie. <sighs> Reynolds, look at me. I feel like I can't get your attention anymore. and There's nothing I can say or do to get you to look in my direction. What happened, Reynolds? I need your love. Jamie, Reynolds has asked you numerous times not to speak in the morning and certainly not to speak with any sort of enthusiasm. So please, put a cork in it or I'll put one in it for you. Right. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to get in the way of your genius, Reynolds. Scott? Well, I'm afraid you already have gotten in the way. I'm afraid you've brought disruption into the breakfast table. And that cannot be abided. I'm sorry, Jamie. Jamie. You'll have to take that camisole and that lower back tattoo elsewhere. This is a house of taste. Reynolds, you... careful. The vein in, the, in your forehead is popping out. Yes. You know how horrifying that makes you. If you've seen me, then you know that there's, there's a very prominent vein in my head. If you've seen this. I used to love your vein. You, your vein, and me would go out to dinner and dancing and drinks, and now I can't get your love. Jamie, please, don't make this harder than it is, or I'll make it harder than it is. You don't want Cyril to become cross with you, Jamie. I have Let's... the name of a man and the fist of a man. Because I lost my hand in an accident. <laughs> right, they sewed on that man's fist. Yes, it was just a loose man hand laying about, as they are in London in the 50s. I sewed it on myself. <laughs> That's what I do. He even put a special little note in there that none of us will be able to see until I die. I hide things in the garments, you see. Little notes, coins, buttons. Did you hide a button in her? That's my secret. Shh. But these are secrets you will never know, Jamie. I'm afraid I'm through with you. Every love affair is just an affair, I'm afraid. And affairs must come to an end. Why are you this way, Reynolds? A dress can be pinned A dress can be sewn But I cannot be pinned down This butterfly has flown I'm sorry I can't have you around I'm not a pin cushion 
to this little cafe you you've come out here to get away maybe i don't know but i'm here to take your order yes i've come here away from my uh, from my fashion house to take the sea air but i saw you stumble as you made your way over here but <clears throat> please allow me to allow me to order my breakfast of course there could be nothing erotic or romantic about ordering your breakfast of course my breakfast order should not be read as a elaborate metaphor for me experiencing sensual pleasure on the table that could be maybe extrapolated to experiencing a more intimate sort of pleasure later anyway to move on with the order right i'm ready pen in hand yes then me just lick it to my lips and then place the pen on the paper yes Excuse me, waitress can i make an order you've been over there for quite some time are you feeling down worry. yet Don't worry. Ignore this this cockney. Uh it, it it's just that I work here. I I have to take care of all the patrons. Well, don't worry. This order won't take long. Okay, good. Cuz I have to be quick. I'm ready to hear it. I'm I'll... so thirsty. Don't worry. I'll I'll wrap this up in a jiffy. For stone a rare bit. Huh? That's cheese on toast. Oh. <laughs> Don't drizzle it on. Make that portion most. Can I recommend this sausage? It tastes good all the time. You can have anything you like. Have some spice, have a little bit of lemon or lime. How do you like your breakfast? How should I lay it down? How do you like your breakfast? Baby, now we're going to town. I'll take a poached egg, girl. <laughs> If that's something you got. How about a half grapefruit? <clears throat> Or maybe not. You tell me. No. Don't you know that I like fruit? 
loves the citrus on my plate, girl, at all times. How do you like your breakfast, baby? How should I lay it down? How do you like your breakfast? Come on, take me to town. Ooh, when I give it to you, baby, you will feel so zen. Have you ever had a breakfast Cornish hen? Would you like to go to dinner with me? Yes. What's your name? Alma. I... Yeah, yeah. that's it. That's yes. it. <laughs> <laughs> right this way, right this way, Henrietta. Of course, you're fitting has been yes. already been done. Wonderful. The dress simply awaits your approval. Well, of... I'm sure I'll approve Reynolds. <laughs> but of course. Your beauty is of such renown. You've, you've, of course, met my sister Cyril, my new live-in assistant, Alma. Live-in <laughs> assistant, that's an interesting thing to call me. Really into labels, but if I had to... That's just a label I'm snatching out of the air right now. I don't care. I'm a countess. I don't care about other people. So let's see my dress and, I don't know, see what happens. Just cast open the door. There. <gasps> oh, my panties just fell to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Alma, can you grab those? <laughs> yes, I stepped right out of them. Reynolds, it does not seem fair. The way that you interact with all these other women... You are not just selling the clothes. You are selling your relationship with them. Some sort of erotic metaphor. You, the clothes, them, the way you make them feel. I just want that for me. There's only so much of me to go around, Alma. You're asking for too much. Too much? Yes. No, I want all. All of you. That's, but... that's the most enormous leap you could make. But I need a piece, and I'm a countess. Ah. <sighs> That's true. And what are you? I'm his living assistant. <laughs> Every fitting he goes through, it's as if I can just see him with them. One inch, two inch, right to the floor. Bring the hem up just a little, just a little bit more. Oh, I love it 
When you touch my bodice, you make me feel so wonderful, like a Greek goddess. And I'll tighten up, tighten up for you. This is my art on your body with a message so true. I'll never measure up, measure up for him. Won't measure up, measure up for him. I'll never be as tall as light, as effervescent thin. Never measure up, measure up for him. Who's this next woman you're seeing, Reynolds? Hello, it's me, Barbara Rose. <laughs> I had a couple of 40 drinks before I came. <laughs> oh, that's... I could barely recognize. Of course, you look fantastic as always. No, I look horrible. You're supposed to make me beautiful, Reynolds. <laughs> well, let's see if I can pour you into this dress, madam. Here. <gasps> now, just look into my eyes. One inch... Two inch, bring that collar down. Measure up. Three inch, four inch, let's reverse that frown. Measure up. Only when I look in your eyes do I feel like I do. I feel like when you look at me, the image that you see is the one that's true. I won't measure up. Measure up for him I won't measure up Measure up for him I won't ever be the one he wants So light and tall and thin I can't measure up Measure up for him Reynolds, can't you look at me? Don't you know that I live here? No one seems to know that I'm your girl. If you you don't show them that I'm special, I'll do something crazy. I need them to know that I'm your world. So I can measure up, measure up to here and make the skies more dim you'll measure up measure up to him Alma, I'm afraid you'll have to stop scraping your toast so loudly. For you see that really... You're doing precisely the thing I've asked you not to do. Kachunk! Butter. Yes, I've never heard butter be loud until you came... Okay, really? Your Orange tea is, juice. That was tea and it's very hot. <laughs> My tongue is burning. Listen... Reynolds is very sensitive. He cannot have his morning routine disrupted. Perhaps he is too sensitive. Oh, you better shut your bitch-ass mouth. 
Excuse me? You don't roll up in here and try and say what's been going on for years is too much. Oh no, little girl. I'll whoop that flat ass. Whoa. For 1950-something, this is beyond the pale. Oh, you don't know what beyond the pale is. Why? You're so mean, so harsh. Yes, I had to be. Why? I'm a businesswoman in the 50s, and that's a hard, hard thing to be. I walk into business meetings, and the only woman standing there is me. this dinner, although it's dragging me away from my work. Yes, I sent everyone away. I just 
wanted to surprise you. Sometimes just you and me together, no one else. You and your routines. No, it's, it's lovely. You Alma, are, I like it. You see, you say you like it, but you say it in the least. It's so clear you don't like it. What would you like me to do, Alma? Would you like me to sit here and perform for you? No, I don't. Would you wish me to pretend no, I that I enjoy my asparagus, which you know I prefer cooked in oil and pepper, when it's clear that you've prepared it in butter? Am I supposed to pretend that I enjoy this? Well, I can't take up this inglorious charade for you. Oh, my. I've had it. I don't know what I'm doing here. You and your lies and your games and all of this. This what is game? all. What game? This what is, is all a game. What do you say? This what is game? all a game. What, what, what game? What right now, this. Playing? This is a game. Check, checkers. What game? What no, game no, is this? it is not what checkers. Is the Where's the referee? What's no, happening? No, no, it is not like that. Keeping everyone away with your routines and your tricks and never letting anyone into your heart. I, perhaps my heart isn't made to be opened up. The heart isn't something you can just slip. Up the backside and rehem at will. What? It's a garment you can never cut open. Do you follow me? You said love is not something you can slip up the backside and hem over. I, I meant to say s slip, but apparently this is what we call a Freudian slip. A Freudian slip up the backside. If you find the relationship of this house so disagreeable, then perhaps you should just go. Perhaps I should. But first, I want you to drink this tea I've prepared. What? It's a little suspicious. <laughs> Why? No, it is not. This is not suspicious. This is normal. Well, no one who is up to nefarious things would tell me it's normal. Do I perceive an aroma of... Wild mushroom. Yes. I picked them today in the fields. The normal kind. I trust you had a care. Some mushrooms, it said, are poisonous. Not these. <laughs> <laughs> what? I feel poorly. You do? I'm sure it's completely unrelated to the tea I just drank. I am also sure. A fever. A fever is coming. To bed. To bed with me. Yes. Good. Yes, and I will nurse you. I will help you get better and, and make sure everything is taken care of. And it will just be you and me here in the dark in this room. No, I'm his mummy. The ghost thereof. Hi, Reynolds. Am I the only one seeing this? I'm tripping balls right now. Mother. Mother, I miss you, miss you so much Miss the love that you gave, your tender maternal touch Mother, you're gone, an absence instead Now I am seeing you, hallucinating, you're dead This is so sick Reynolds and I are so sick But if we will be so sick I know what will do the trick This is so sick 
but I'm making him sick. Cause when he is in bed, I'm all that he needs. Whacked out on mushrooms, a journey within. Where do I end or begin? What is the sun or the sky? between to live or to die suddenly I see can't forget between your legs is a spot that is wet you are so sick <laughs> you spilled on yourself we are so sick this relationship's I'm nearly killed The spot on my legs Yeah, it's because I spilled I'm still your dead mother And I'm still in the room Watching this makes me want to go back to my tomb You're sick I was so sick so sick You nursed me so well So, so sick. sick Brought me back To life out of hell Now I am back The first face that I see One question, dear Alma ultimate power move. Jesus Christ. <laughs> My ghost mom is right there. But what can I say but yes. Yes. It's a lovely honeymoon dinner. I... It's a shame that they seated me so far away from my young wife. <laughs> yes, and she hasn't even looked at you once. She seems to be having a delightful conversation with the gentleman she's seated next to. <laughs> well, she has that first marriage glow. I have the high pro glow, which is... I'm sorry. <laughs> I eat dog food and I'm looking for a rich man. <laughs> what? Huh? <laughs> you heard me. The hypo-glow? Hypo-glow. It was a dog food commercial. <laughs> Leave it at that. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Reynolds, why don't we get out of here? You and me, you can inspect my seams if you know what I'm talking about. Yes, I can read between the stitches. <laughs> but I'm afraid I'm a married man, even though it seems that my wife is acting like anything of the sort. Well, that's what <laughs> Yes, I myself thought it was very droll, Alma. <laughs> I dare say that um, uh, you, you have a most witty uh, disposition and a lovely laugh. I'm sure your husband makes you laugh all the time. No, he does not. 
He never makes me laugh. We are constantly at ends. <laughs> what, what an intimate uh, confession. <laughs> yes, well, it is true. I never go out or do anything fun. I just stay here and I'm his model and his muse. Can I say something as a, as a friend who just met you here? Sure. It sounds like you're in an incredibly toxic relationship. Uh, I was going to say the same thing. Oh, it's you uh, from the restaurant. Yeah, I recognized you and I knew it was bad from the beginning. Have you met my friend, the chimney sweep? <laughs> yep. I just got back from working with my good friend, Mary Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, indeed. I was just sweeping chimneys, jumping into chalk drawings, having, you know, good time. The life of a chimney sweeps good. All right, thank you. But I'd like thank to you. come. Thank Are you sure? Thank you. I got stories. No, no, no. I got stories no, thank and you. dreams thank you. and lies. Thank you so much. Thank quite you. all right. They're quite all right. No, no. I, I really... All right. We've heard enough of your stories. And you, you reek of gin. Uh, I'm not allowed water. <laughs> I just... I never do anything fun, so... Yeah, well, my God, lady... If, to be a muse is no relationship at all, I dare say. You deserve a man who treats you with some dignity and respect. Wow, I've literally never had anyone say that to me before. That is really upsetting. <laughs> I was born in 1930-something. That's the way of it. We're here in the mid-50s. 1950s, dot, dot, dot. Well, maybe you are right. Maybe... I will try to do something fun, like go dancing. Yes, a grand gesture to open the old boy up. Yes. yes. And you make sure, if that doesn't work, you kick him to the curb, because I'll be there to snap you up. Oh. <laughs> um, yep, I realised it. I crossed the line. I'm... I clean things off the curb, too. All right, stop. Birds of a feather we are. Yes. Honeymoons. Not all they're cracked up to be, I dare say. Well, I, I'm going to go to sleep. Well, but it is New Year's Eve. Hmm? It is New Year's Eve. I want to go dancing. I want to go chim-chimining all around town. Chim-chimining? Yes, I was talking with two, two lovely young lads at a party, and there's something you can do around town. Chim-chimining. Chim-chimining. Chim Chim Cherry On this New Year's Eve Won't you go dance with me? Oh, Chim Chiminy Chim Chiminy Chim Chim Cherry This is another's Precious IP <laughs> Right, 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 right There's no... I, I, I can't, can't go dancing. No. Well, then I am going on my own. Goodbye. F f fine. 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 I don't need you. I do not need you either. Oh, this is fun. Oh, isn't this party wonderful? Yes. I'm, I'm, I can have fun without my husband. Oh, oh my dog. It's the 50s, baby. Woo! Do you hear that? That's the sound of rock and roll. been kept separate for so long, but now they're together at last. Finally! Wow, I've experienced so little of culture being out in my room as his muse. Tell me, what's it like here in the 50s? 
we love to dance and drink malt <laughs> and we like to just hang out we go to the drive-ins and we wear poodle skirts and we never tell anyone we're not feelings hurt because we're repressed but having fun we're repressed but having fun Your heels, but not too high when you rock and roll. I can tell now it is good. I won't be so bad. And I'll never, ever, ever, ever show that I'm just very, very sad. Henrietta not come back. Normally this time of year she uh, comes for her dress. She's gone to a rival house. What? <laughs> what other house? It doesn't matter. It will just upset you. It was the house of Jordash. <laughs> Jordash! I know you've always hated the Jordash My look. Age old enemy. Yes. I hate their loose fitting dungarees and their popped collars. Well, she grew. I've lost another client to them. She grew tired of what you were pr producing and she wanted something chic. Chic, chic, bloody chic. If I hear that word one more time, chic. I don't give a tinker's damn about what's chic or not. Chic, 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 chic. And we travel into his mind. To a hellscape of fine fitting clothes that are chic. Nothing is architectural here. Nothing has taste. Every clean line, every cloth simply going to waste. This is not the art for which my soul seeks. I seek something higher. This is only chic. Look at me, my friend, coming from your past. Oh, forgot about me? It's me, Jordan, with popping my collar, my silly dungaroos. All the people have left, they like me and don't like you. Oh no, it seems that I was built to lose. He's wearing dungarees and eating dungaroos. Yes, I put them together and call them dungaroos. This is not the life I choose, a life that's chic, 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 chic. It's that woman. It's that woman. Since Alma has come here, she's eradicated the pleasure of this house. She's disrupted my routines, she ruined my work process. Why are in. you she gesturing just, behind me and making just, a meaningful look? Listen just, to me. She's, she, she's walking I, in. She's I, coming see, through the she's door. She's a total bummer. She's walking I can't in have behind her in you. House. She hears what you're she's saying. She's literally behind she's me right, right now. She's right behind you. 
I was trying to tell you in subtle ways and you just would not shut up. Well, aren't you both the acme of politeness? Apparently nobody knocks when they come in a room anymore. The door was open. Well, well, fuck. What were you saying, Alma? What did you come in to say? I know I... you heard some harsh things about yourself and one might think you'd address them, but probably not. No, I don't want to. I just wanted to let you know the dress is finished. Oh. And then I'll be going back upstairs con to continue our endless tit-a-tat, our repartee. I don't want to hear about your sex life. <laughs> Not again. This has to come to an end. These little games, this torment of one another. I agree. Where, where will it all lead? <laughs> We're through, you know. Will we just keep torturing each other until the day we die? That's love. Is that what this whole thing is saying love is? <laughs> Two people agreeing to torture each other in a very specific way for the rest of their lives? I think so. And I think maybe for the first time, I am smart <coughs> and I get it. That's, I get it now. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's it. That's love. Love is like a gentle poison that you give your spouse when you live together in a tiny house. Love is like a mushroom coming from the ground because it's thin at the bottom and at the top it's kind of round. <laughs> It's not a perfect metaphor, but still I have to say I love you and I'll always love you in my special way. Do you think that I don't love you? Every day I try. You're the one who's chopping mushrooms. I'm not a fun guy. I'm too buttoned up, too buttoned up it seems. Too prickly to contrite to be the man of your dreams. And I know that I'm too needy, always coming to your side, needing every inch of you, whether dead or alive. And you know that I'm annoying with every dark thing that I say, but maybe we are so wrong. In exactly the perfect way What's that that you're cooking? It's an omelet just for you Well, I suppose I should eat it And that's what I came to do Who cares if it'll hurt me We'll hurt each other all the same And what is love between anyone But a painful little game And chew, and chew, 
You chew for a very long time. You do. You do. I chew for a longer time than most people ever chew. And I'm looking intensely and meaningfully at you. Love is just sickness. Love is just pain. Love is just prickly, a tasty little game. This is either very brilliant, this incredibly twisted game. Either that, or it's just incredibly pretentious and lame. That's what I'm gonna do. But you give to wood to this woodcock. How can we go on until our doom? A cycle of hurting each other and eating and reading these mushrooms. Fuck these two. Thank you guys so much for coming out tonight and have a great night!